Hey everybody, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know that it's brought to you by SulfurSpringTees.com. You're obviously a person of impeccable taste and love a great design and a comfortable shirt. Head over to SulfurSpringTees.com. Use promo code 10THINGS, T-E-N THINGS, to get 10% off of your first order. The holidays are here. It's time to show off your Christmas spirit. Check out the holiday collection at Sulfur Spring Tees for a great t-shirt or hoodie to suit your every need this holiday season. Again, that's sulfurspringtees.com. Use promo code 10THINGS at checkout for 10% off. Now on with the show. Hello, Internet. Welcome to the 10 Things Podcast. My name is... Craig, sitting right to my right, a slice <laughs> yeah. of heaven, <laughs> Aaron Brooks. Hello. What's up? What's up? Um, so we, we have we have reached the podcast. We've been looking forward to this for the, so long. The podcast. Um, yes. First off, happy holidays to everybody. We have made it to December. Woo! Um, and the best month of the year. You have undoubtedly just come off of. If you're listening to this current, now if you're if you're catching back up, or maybe you're just tuning in with us, uh, who knows when you're li- you may be listening to this in July. But for us right now in the present, you have just come out of Thanksgiving. You are probably tired of turkey. You are tired of dressing and mashed potatoes. And if you have been preparing your food for thanksgiving you're probably tired of cooking probably which leads us only one choice (laughs) the best choice it's time to order a pizza yeah pizza pizza and so today we've been teasing this episode for what seems like eternity yeah forever um but it's it's time to talk about pizza one of our most talked about segments and moments of our podcast's history. A fan favorite. Happened on, I don't even know what episode it was, but it was the Food Sins episode. Yes. And we have, I almost said had, we still have them. Very, very divided opinions on a definition of pizza. It was episode seven. Episode seven. If you so, want to go back and re-listen to that. Yeah, give it a listen because um, it's it's entertaining. It's frustrating. Yes, it is. More frustrating for me because I'm right. How does it feel to be wrong and just know you're wrong? I don't know. I've never felt that before. <laughs> Um, we, uh, we don't have time to rehash all of that over again. And I mean, as entertaining as it was, I don't think it's worth going back into basically though, the short version of this is this, um, Aaron likes to contradict himself and be a little hypocritical when it comes to pizza. And he thinks that. A pizza can only have. I like to stick with the original dough, 
tomato sauce and cheese. No, it, it it can have more than that. It can have more than that, but it has to. It have, should include that. That that should be the starting spot. Nine times out of ten. See, that's what you do. You no, keep no, coming no, back. No, no. Because a margarita, which is like the most basic classic pizza you can find, aside from a Neapolitan, is has no tomato sauce on it. It's got tomato. Yeah, but so does a barbecue pizza. Well. So we don't have, we're not getting back into that. I'm sure throughout the course of this episode, we'll be getting into it. So there's no need to rehash it starting out. But today we are talking about pizza. The good, the bad, the ugly. But let's be honest, there's no bad and ugly. Pizza is just good. Well, you know, I was thinking of saying something very similar to that. But I think that there is such a thing as bad pizza. Okay, yeah. (laughs) We... We speak of this from experience. From experience. Because we talk so much pizza that we finally just decided that we had to go do our own pizza taste test. Yep. And um, and we did find a bad pizza. We did find a bad pizza. Hey, I do have a question, though. When it comes to the topic of pizza, this argument we've been having back and forth, we say there's no right winner, but <laughs> who won that pizza taste testing okay. competition. It, I just want the people to know this right off the bat. We did a blind taste test of frozen pizza. You're stalling getting to tell the people who won. In, you won. Thank you. Thank you. You Do we have an applause button? I, I need to add that. We, we, we tasted six different pizzas blind again. And well, unless unless you were looking, I was blind, so I don't know. Maybe you were looking, and that's how oh, you I got cheated. Them. I'm kidding. I did not cheat. But you went six for six. Yep. Got all six of these frozen pizzas. You are the frozen pizza king. Yep. True story. It is. So um, I should be able to. But we did find a bad pizza in that. We did find a. Do we need to just say it right off the bat? Or are we gonna? I know. I have a feeling we're going to talk about frozen pizzas at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk so about we frozen can, pizzas. We'll wait. We'll just say that. If you want to know what our best and worst is, we're going to cross that uh-huh. bridge when we get there. Yep. Um, so today we're talking about pizzas. Um, everything about them, as much as we can find about them, and it can fit into an hour-long 10 Things episode. Uh, these are not necessarily our 10 favorite pizzas. I'm sure our favorites and least favorites will come up. But we are just talking about just 10 facts, 10 things we found interesting about the pizza pizza making experience culturally you name it we're going to talk about it um Aaron do you want to start or you want me to you go ahead and lead us off today okay I'm going to start way back at the beginning and number one for me is how pizza came to America okay and just really that whole process of how it got started here in the states Uh, pizza's popularity in the U.S. began with the Italian Italian immigrants or Italian Italian. If you're uh, from certain parts of the country, it's Italian. Yeah. Um, Italian immigrants um, during the first few decades of the 20th century, pizza was predominantly eaten and sold. So not just sold by, but eaten by. Yes. Most of the Italian immigrants here, that's just what they knew. And so they would tend to, it took a little bit for Americans to get on board with it. Uh, The first pizza place in America was Lombardi's in New York City, originally opened as a grocery store. Lombardi started selling pizza in 1905, and fun fact, that place is still in business today. Yes. That's incredible. I would love... It's a bucket list place for me, actually. love to go yeah. there and have a slice. They got a, they got a, a plaque and everything that talks about That's it. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Um, after World War II, however, American GIs became the ones who spread the cause of pizza across the country. They came back, obviously, from places like Italy yes. and places where it was very popular. And they came back saying, hey, y'all got to try this. Oh, wait, there's Italians here that sell it. And the rest is history. Um, they came back with a craving for pizza and started trying to cook it themselves, but then finding there are Italian places that do this better. And um, it became a broader consumer base and took off from there. And pizza, as we know it, was born. There's 9,000 pizzerias in New York State. That's a I mean, lot. it was kind of the birthplace. It was. Yeah. Most most pizza joints, or uh, most of places originated on the East Coast. Yes. Um, where the immigrants were coming into. You know, they're coming into the, to New York and D.C. and Baltimore. Um, so that's where a lot of your pizza um, places. And that, I mean... Stats back that up. The best pizza tends to be in those areas, too. Yeah. I think so. Pizza brought to us in the U.S., Italian background, um, brought to the U.S. that way by the Italians. Um, I'm going to talk about, I know geography will come up, I think, a few times in this episode, but a lot of people still say New York pizza is so good because of water. Hmm. Because the water system in New York is so unique. That it gives us a certain taste. It gives us a certain texture. That's why the bagels there are also supposedly so good, too. Right. Um, there's... Uh, what's that Netflix show? Um, oh, about cooking. I don't remember. I, well, I know which one you're talking about. I don't about. remember the name of it. But he did a whole episode on pizza. And they talked about the water in New York. And how... I guess it's similar to water in Italy. And so... That's one of the reasons why their pizza is so good over there. But, yeah, that's how pizza got its way into America. I thought the GI angle of it, the American soldiers coming back, was really interesting. That And that makes a lot of sense. that there Because there were so many of them uh, that were there in Italy during that time. My grandfather was in Italy uh, during that period. Um, and so it makes a lot of sense that they would come back and have a craving maybe for some of those foods that they were introduced to there that they wouldn't have otherwise experienced back home in the States. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so I want to stay in that same, uh, thought process there, but I want to go back a little bit farther. Okay. So we've talked about how it got here, but let's go back and talk about how it originated there. All right. Um, historians, the very first pizza it's thought to be invented in Naples during the early 1500s. Okay, according to historians from the William E. Macaulay Honors College, they discovered that uh, poorer people in Naples, that they would take dough, put slices of tomato on it, and top it with cheese to make a, a it was an easy thing to make, and it was very cheap. And so uh, this was what the, the again, the, the poor people, it was a poor person's meal. Um According to the researchers, tomatoes were thought to be poisonous back in this time period. And so that's why pizza was a cheap food. Other people wouldn't want to eat the tomatoes. Wow. So we do have evidence that the original pizza consisted of dough, tomato, and cheese. Something that I hold to. Okay. All right. So you can at least give me some credit for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh... 
Then the very first documented pizzeria, it opened in the late 1800s in Naples, Italy. The same researchers at this college, they noted uh, that, the, that the first pizza uh, was a margarita pizza named after Queen Margarita uh-huh. of Italy. Again, tomatoes, cheese, and dough. Yes, that's how it originated. I'm not disputing it's that. It's the OG. It is. We agree. That's what that. pizza is. But it can evolve and become new things, and you can have different twists on it. Listen, I had a pizza last week from a very well-known national establishment, Pizza Hut. Okay. Now, my wife does not prefer marinara or tomato sauce on her pizza. Right. So we had a Supreme Pizza with a Parmesan, not quite Alfredo, but like a par- some kind of Parmesan sauce. And it was really, really good. I, I could see that. But you're saying it's not pizza? I don't doubt that it's good. came from Pizza Hut. It came from Pizza Hut. I know. They sell all the sorts re- of other strange combinations. Pizza. It said pizza. They eat weird things around. I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about this later. There's some other countries that put some very strange things on their pizza. Uh, are we okay with calling that pizza? Should we yes, accept that? I'm okay with it. Ah. I'm okay with it. I think we got to be a, a strict Get originalist Get back to here. Italy. Get back to Italy. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm sticking to Italy. <laughs> Trying to represent, uh, you know. So anyway. Uh, it began back in the early 1500s is the most recent discovery that we have of dating it back. Early 1500s, pizza began. Um, and I am thankful for those people who decided to put tomatoes and cheese together on a piece of dough and start baking it and that it grew in popularity and that it made its way over here because it's one of the greatest foods of all time. It really is. Maybe the greatest food of all time. It's we so may have versatile. to just do like a greatest of all time food podcast at some point. Oh, yeah. That's got to be up there. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I did see where the word pizza dates back to ni- 997 CE in southern Italy. I didn't even know. I don't even know what CE is. That is a that that is a new term that is supposedly replacing BC, I think. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's interchangeable. I think. Gotcha. Well, be that as it may, it was a long time ago in the word. It was just a word, though. Not necessarily pizza, but just the word pizza. The word. Yeah. I don't know what they meant by it, other than maybe a type of portable food. I'm not sure. I wasn't there. It is a great portable food. Yeah. One of the best. I mean, depending on how crazy you get with putting stuff on it, I mean, it can get difficult. Or depending on where you eat it at in the country. It's true. Some people say you got to eat it with a fork and knife. Well, and that, sir, unless you have anything else to add no, to no, number no. two. No, no, no. Let's get into it. That leads me to my next one, number three, the different types of pizza available. Yeah. Before I get into the list, what is your favorite? Oh. Mm. 
This is tough. Again, as you said, it's almost hard to find a bad pizza. I'm not going to turn down a pizza if somebody offers it to me. I like stuffed crust. Okay. But I might even choose thin crust ahead of that. Okay. I'm I'm with you. I, I it's hard to find a bad type right. of pizza. Yeah. Now yes, yeah, you can make it bad, but it's hard to find a bad type of pizza. Um but there are a lot of different types out there. Um and some people get really worked up about this. They they do. Yeah. This this one is more you, controversial. I don't know about controversial. I think it's just it's more competitive. Sure. I think people are it's almost like a college football team or something oh, yeah. like that. They it's it's about their area. They, they grew, grew up, up with this yeah, and they they have pride in this. Oh yeah. Um I know I'm going to probably leave some off. This is um this is according to Trip Savvy. Uh they give the nine different types of pizza in the Ooh, US. Nine. Um the original Neapolitan, okay? Neapolitan is the original pizza um, that left Ill- left Italy. Arrived with this is the one we were talking about that arrived with Italian immigrants in the U.S. Um, and it launched a, p- a pizza fanaticism in the United States. The dough is made from tipo o o or zero zero yep. wheat flour. <laughs> I read that as o o for some reason. It's made with wheat flour, and the, th- the crust is thin, crunchy, baked in a wood fire oven. The pizza should have a minimal, should have minimal toppings, perhaps San Marzano tomato sauce, buffalo mozzarella cheese, and basil, because too much sauce or cheese will weigh down the crust to make it soggy. It can. Um, the second style they list here is the California style. Mm-hmm. California style pizza uses a dough similar to the Neapolitan or New York style, which we'll get into in a minute. Jazzes up the base with unusual and uncommon ingredients. This style of pizza is credited to Chef Ed Dalou, or Lado, who developed a pizza with ricotta, red peppers, mustard, and pate. Wolfgang Puck tried and loved it in the early 80s. Puck immediately hired him to work at his new restaurant, um, and the rest is history. The third style, probably, I would say top three popular the chicago deep dish pizza oh yeah 1940s pizzeria uno in chicago developed the deep dish which is a deep crust that lines in a deep dish similar to a large metal cake or pie pan this gives you an indication of how deep this pizza goes yes um this is what you were talking about that most people have to use a knife and fork to eat this and it's true um the entire pizza is very thick and the crust itself is only uh Thin to medium. I would say it leans toward medium thickness, but it's deep. Um, like very much like a, it's kind of the shape of it's like, it reminds me of like a cheesecake. Exactly. Um, like a spring form pan. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily just a thick, thick crust, but you get a lot of. It rides up the edges and, yeah. and bulges back over. It's more like a, a, a pie. Yeah, it is. With, with lots of Very filling. much a pie. Um, because the pizza is so thick, it requires a long baking time and a different assembly method to avoid burning the cheese. In a deep dish style, the toppings are usually assembled upside down Yes. with cheese, veggies, and meats placed on top of the crust and then uncooked tomato sauce on the top layer to give the vegetables and meats 
cook all the way in the oven. Yes. So lots of sauce on top. Um, you cannot eat this on the go. No, no, no. You got to sit down, knife and fork. And this is one, uh, we went to a great place in Colorado Springs several years ago. This guy from Chicago opened up a great pizzeria there, does Chicago-style pizzas. And you go there to eat, and you order one of those, you better sit down and get ready for a wait, because yeah. it's going to be a good long wait for a good it's Chicago pizza. usually worth it. It's worth it. Uh, the other kind they have here is Chicago Thin Crust. Um it's That's kind of what, what I'm not familiar with. Yeah, it's kind of what you're uh, what you're thinking when it comes to a thin crust pizza, crispier, crunchier than the New York style. Normally cut into squares or what they call tavern cut, and then um, usually just a thin layer of sauce. Uh, they typically use for Chicago thin a spicy sauce, yep. large amounts of meat, and is cut into strips or squares. Okay. Um, Detroit style. Mm-hmm. Uh, this pizza is a square pizza. Similar to Sicilian style with a deep dish crust and marinara sauce sometimes served on top. Not always. The crust is usually baked in a well-oiled pan to develop a caramelized, crunchy edge. Detroit-style pizza has a a large fan base as uh, Little Caesars. Yes. That is the style of pizza that Little Caesars uses. And I will say this. This may be controversial. Um, Little Caesars, when hot, fresh, and at its best, is really good. Now, the, the, this is not the $5 no. hot and ready style pizza. Yeah. It's the deep dish right. from Little Caesars is the Detroit style. Yes. And you can find Detroit, De- Detroit style uh, deep dish cooking pans online if you want to try this yourself because we have done it and it is lots of fun. Yeah. And it's really good. Super good. The next one they have on here is the New England Greek style. Greek-style pizza, this is one I had not heard of. I've not heard of this either. Greek-style pizza generally refers to pizza served at House of Pizzas, run by Greek immigrants in New England. The pizza crust lies between the crunchy, it's kind of somewhere in between New York-style and the thicker Sicilian. Um, Baked in a heavy grease cake or iron pan. Um, Thick golden crunch. Many of the pizzas are topped with Greek ingredients like feta, artichoke, olives, um, and then mozzarella cheese. Number seven, probably my favorite personally, New York Thin Crust. New York-style pizza originated in New York in the early 1900s. Modification of the Neapolitan. A thin, crunchy crust that's soft and pliable. on Foldable. the inter- Yes. So you can fold it while eating. Typical toppings are a perfect balance of thin tomato sauce, lots of grated mozzarella, plus meat and veggies. Often sold by the slice, and the slices are huge. Oh, yeah. A good New York pizza, you should be able to fold it and it be just, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? Drooping. Yeah. It will not, the the tip of it will not be able to hold up. It is so long. Yeah. Um, The next style, St. Louis style pizza. Unique take on the New York style originated in the 1960s. The pizza has a thin cracker-like crust made without the yeast. So this is a very crunchy cracker-like consistency topped with provolone rather than mozzarella um, and uh, primarily very popular in the St. Louis area, obviously. Now, when I think of a pizza like that, there are certain national chains that have a thin crust pizza that I would describe as a crackery style crust. Yeah, I would agree. Pizza Hut, thin crust from Pizza Hut is very crackery. A Domino's, they've got one just like that. 
And I, I tend to, like I said, I tend to lean toward the New York more because yes. I like that it's got the crunchy edges, but the it's still got a little chew. It's to got it. the chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yep. that little. It's like pull. a balance. The last one they mention here is the New Jersey style, hmm. a tomato pie. Okay. Um, that uh, it claims to be the second oldest pizza uh, in the U.S. Cheese and toppings are placed on top of the sauce, um, but in this style, kind of like a Chicago, is placed underneath the sauce, even though it's not a deep dish. So, toppings first, sauce on top. That's how a New Jersey pie tends to be. And that doesn't even talk about the different types of crust. We could get into that later. But right. um, those are the different styles that are available. Obviously, with that many styles of pizza, we already know that pizza is a an incredibly popular food in the United States. And if you're wondering just how popular it is, 350 slices of pizza are eaten every single second in the United States. Wow. 350 per second? Yeah. To put that in perspective, that's 21,000 slices every minute. Whoa. 21,000 slices of pizza a minute consumed here in the United States. Um, there's over 18,000 pizza huts around the world. During the Super Bowl, Pizza Hut sells over 2 million pizzas, 2.5 million pizzas, during the Super Bowl alone from that one chain alone. I just did the math. Okay, yeah, I want to hear this. In a day, on average, 30.2 million slices of pizza. Wow. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. We it's safe to say that Americans have an obsession with with the with the pizza. It's with, true. With the za. Yeah. And they ain't wrong. No. Um there's something special about it. It is. Now, do you have is there any nostalgia that you have related to pizza? Anything from your childhood that you associate with pizza? I don't know if you're leading me on somewhere, but the first thing that came to my mind was in elementary school, those little square cafeteria <laughs> pieces. That's like the most nostalgic thing ever. If you, I know there's been a few times over the years I've been in high schools and elementary schools, um, just, you know, seeing students or something like that, visiting people. And every once in a while I happen across pizza day and I will see those square pizzas and I'm just flooded right back to where I was <laughs> as a child. It is nostalgic, but it's also just delicious. Pizza yeah. is just good. I can remember as a kid uh, going to Chuck E. Cheese for the first time. The the entire experience and the pepperoni pizza that I ate. I mean, I was probably like four years old, but I remember that pizza still to this day. Now, I haven't had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza in yeah. probably 25 years, <laughs> but I can remember that pizza. Yeah. You know, uh, or there would be, you know, special times, you know, maybe like Friday night if we were going to have a movie night or something yeah. at home, we would get pizza. But 
one of my favorite memories is when we would have pizza night and dad would make homemade pizza crust. Okay. He's always been a bread, yeah. bread baker. And so he would like to make pizza crust from scratch. So I just have a lot of good memories associated with pizza. Um, and food is it, food has the ability. We have so many memories that we tie in with food. Uh, pizza is one of the strong ones for me. So I think it's a... I don't know if that's why I still like pizza so much or not. Uh, I mean, it just tastes good. But there are a lot of memories that I have, different things associated with pizza. Yeah, and I think all of those things combined with just how good it is, how portable it is, um, convenience, all of these things make it so popular. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think the biggest demographic of popularity is? Like, what demographic you think is buying the most pizza? I would, I would guess, eighteen to thirty-five year olds. I'd agree. College. Yep. Just early on your own. Uh-huh. And the funny thing is, you know, we say that because you know it's convenient, it's cheap. Pizzas. The price of pizza is really not that cheap. No, it's not. Uh, it's easy. I saw this a, a few weeks ago in a, in a Facebook group where somebody had spent like 60 something dollars ordering like four pizzas, you know, um, certain pizza, even national chains, unless you catch a, a deal from them, you can spend some big money on pizza. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, this originated as a poor person's food. Exactly. And the price of it's just, whoo, it, it's expensive. It really is. Especially for delivery pizza. Oh, yeah. I mean, my wife and I got a pizza, some breadsticks, and some, I think we got some some cheese sticks and cinnamon sticks. We paid over 30 bucks. Yeah. And then plus tip, you know. Right. And so this is not a cheap, quick, now, it can feed, it can feed a lot of people cheaply. It can. Um, and, I mean, as someone who works with students a lot, God bless Little Caesars $5 hot and ready. <laughs> Um, because that's a lifesaver. Oh, it is. It is. And if you, if you have a little Caesars in your town, you have probably seen how long that line can get about five fifteen at night. Yeah. They have a backed up drive through. People go for that $5 hot and ready or five fifty five or six fifty five, whatever. I mean, even little Caesars, their, their price is creeping up on a sum. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's such a... How many, you said 30 million slices? 30.2 million slices per day. Per day consumed we, by Americans. We eat more than 250 million pounds of pepperoni in the United States every year just from pizza. That's amazing. It, I mean, just... People like the pizza, man. They like it. Okay, are we at number five? Number five we are. Okay, so keeping with Americans' obsession with pizza, let's talk about the best pizza brands out there yeah are we are we going with with like uh delivery chain pizzas yeah, chain okay. pizza okay um because there's a lot of them um and i the my fact of the podcast is in this thing okay um and i will get to it in just a second but according to mental floss which we love their site uh we, we we use them a lot for a lot of the stuff we do. These are their these are their uh, actually they they source PMQ Pizza Magazine for the top ten um, 
best pizza chains in America. And I'm not going to spend a ton of time on all of them. I'm going to go real quick here. Number 10 for them is CeCe's Pizza, buffet style. Um, tends to be pretty cheap. They go number nine is Mellow Mushroom, Ooh. which is the brainchild of two Georgia Tech students. We love we love us some Mellow Mushroom. You've you've gone on record saying before that it may be one of your favorites. Yeah, I, I think it is. It's uh, in my top three easily. Number eight, one I haven't heard of, Round Table Pizza. Um, it's in California. Number seven, Marco's Pizza. Um, they've got some good pizza. I like Marco's, especially hot man. Yes. Number six, California Pizza Kitchen. Um, I've never got to experience it fresh. I've had the frozen style. Papa Murphy's is at number five. This is the one where you take home and you bake take it yourself. And bake. Yeah. Um, it's the pizza's good. I don't like the extra work you got to do personally. Exactly. Number four, Papa John's, uh, based out of Kentucky, was the first national pizza chain to offer online ordering in the U.S. in 2002. Number three is Little Caesars which we've already talked about, Detroit style. Number two, Domino's Pizza, with a with more than $5.47 billion in revenue a year. Um, they are second, though, to Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, number one, with $5.75 billion in, uh, a year. Red Roof Architecture, which the Red Roof has kind of gone away. It has. They don't really do the red roof anymore, but their logo still shows it. You can you can easily identify what used to be a Pizza Hut when somebody else has moved in there and you find that yeah, red roof exactly. on top of it. But the fact of the podcast for me, one pizza joint that did not make the top 10, but you mentioned earlier, Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Fact of the podcast for me, Chuck E. Cheese was founded by the co-founder of Atari as really? a way to make money off of the game Games. consoles. Wow. It's a racket. Yeah. He opened a pizza chain, put his own games in it to make money off of them. Okay. Back so, to the podcast. Yeah. Me. No, I th- that's a that's a fantastic little uh, nugget there. Yeah. Um, in 2018, they were the number nine overall pizza chain as far as gross sales. Sales, yeah. Over uh, five hundred uh, million dollars in revenue That's... or in in gross sales for Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. Yeah, this list I don't think was based on profits. I think it was just an overall pizza experience. Um, you like Mellow Mushroom? I do. What about delivery? What's your favorite delivery? What's your go-to rather? I don't know. I can't give you an answer. Uh. I have been trying to figure that out in this past year out of the important things in life. That's one of the things <laughs> I dedicated 2019 to is figuring out which national pizza chain has the best delivery pizza. And so I've eaten some Papa John's. I've eaten some um, Pizza Hut, Marco's, Domino's. And each one for a little while seems like it's really good. And, and then, then and then it's not. Each one's really bad. And I really couldn't tell you. I will, I will say, I feel like Papa John's is probably the most consistent. They seem to be the one that, you know, all of them have their flaws, but it feels like Papa John's is the probably the most level, consistently, expectations. Here's what I would say about Papa John's, and this could be only our location. I don't know. 
but the last three pizzas that I ordered from them, all three pizzas were incorrect, and they really? had to remake the pizza. Oh, yeah. And then I had to wait for a whole new pizza to be made. Yeah, you hate And that. so I was kind of disappointed. Now, they comped every single time. They said the pizza's on us. So that their customer service was great. They apologized for it, but I still had to sit there and wait for an extra 20, 25 minutes to get it redone. So that's kind of a, a, a negative. But I would say their customer service was great. I just wish that when I went there, I knew that what I ordered was going to be correct. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think for me, as when they're on, they're on. The best one might be Domino's. It's interesting that you say that because Americans, I think, agree with you. They, in 2018, they took the number one spot away from Pizza Hut in gross sales for the first time in a while. Yeah. Domino's kind of hit a decline yep, a few sure years did. ago and they've been inching their way back and they overtook Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut and Domino's are by far and away the two biggest chains that are out there. Yeah. They both had $12 billion in gross sales. Um, Domino's had 12.2 Domino's had, or uh, Pizza Hut had 12. Little Caesars comes in number three with only 4 billion. So they're, it's not even close from first and second to third. Um, so I think Americans would agree with you. And I went and tried Domino's again because I used to like them. And then it just kind of got bad there five, six, seven years ago. And we quit eating it. Yeah. This past year, we went back and tried it. I said, ooh, that's a good pizza again. <laughs> I'm back on with Domino's. If I, had to, if I had to choose somebody right now, I'd probably choose Domino's. You know, we did our frozen pizza taste test. Yes. It's time to do real pizza soon. Oh, yes, it is. Delivery. Absolutely. But you know what it's really time for right now? A break? Yeah. It's time pizza for break. a break. Yeah. Pizza break. So we're gonna we're gonna go face first into some pepperoni and we'll be back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Okay, we have made it back. Thanks for taking a break alongside of us. Maybe you went to place your order. Maybe you didn't. I don't care what you did, as long as you're back. You're listening to it now, so that's all that matters. Um, Aaron, we have talked through five different things. We've talked about how pizza got to the U.S., what it looked like back when it was in Italy, different types of pizza, how popular it can be. And the different chains that are out there. Aaron, give us number six on our list. Okay, number six. I think it's time that we just dive into our personal experience recently with frozen pizza. Yes. Uh, because we have uh, discovered some things. We have dispelled maybe some preconceived notions that you might have out there about frozen pizza. That's true. Uh, there are some good frozen pizzas, and there are some really bad frozen pizzas. Yes. Um, and so I think we should just kind of tell people what we feel. Uh, and, of course, uh, this is very subjective. Uh, you have your own favorite. But we'll tell you what we think the favorites 
the the best frozen pizza on the market is. Yeah. And so out of our blind taste test, we scored it. We rated them one to 10, one being worse, 10 being the best. And uh, our number one favorite frozen pizza was Red Baron. It's true. Which I remember eating a lot of eating Red Baron when I was younger. Yes. And really enjoyed it. Um, and so it's good to know that a childhood favorite still takes this top spot. It is not the leading frozen pizza in the U.S. as far as sales go. Do well, you know which pizza that is? I'm going to assume DiGiorno. Yeah, that is correct. But which I think shows you the power of marketing. Because who when's doesn't the, know DiGiorno's when, tagline? And when's the last time you saw a Red Baron commercial? Oh, man. I do remember Red Baron commercials, but I don't know when the last time I saw one yeah, is. It's been a while. Um, you know, DiGiorno is known for their, it's not delivery, it's, it's DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Now, DiGiorno Pizza, it's only been around since 1995. Yeah. They've only, they haven't been in the, in the frozen pizza game for very long. Um, Red Baron goes back to the 70s. Yeah. So it's been impressive what DiGiorno has done in a relatively short amount of time compared to some of these other frozen pizzas that are out there. Uh, but when we tried the DiGiorno frozen pizza, uh, we ranked it second. It tied for second. Yeah. With what I thought was interesting, Sam's Choice Pizza. Mm -hmm. Which is the Walmart brand. It's the Walmart brand. And it was a rising crust similar to the DiGiorno. And if I remember right, I liked that better than DiGiorno. I think, I think so. Yes, you did. did. You gave you gave the Sams an eight and DiGiorno a seven. Uh, I gave it I gave Sams a six and DiGiorno a seven. So we were both very close there with them. Uh, the other pizzas we tried were Tony's, Tombstone, and the previously mentioned Totino's Party Pizza. Yeah. If you could describe that in. <laughs> A few words. How would you describe the Totino's Party Pizza experience? Uh, <laughs> well, that says everything. Uh, it, I. Mm, it had a chemically aftertaste. It did. Um, it had a very cardboard taste consistency, which is interesting because, and I, I had this this piece of information to save till this moment. Um, frozen Pizza hit the stores in 1962. And the first frozen pizza, um, and many that came after it, apparently tasted like cardboard. And this is what this article said: until the genius food inventor Rose Totino got her hands on it. And Totino's apparently, according to this article I read, changed the game and made pizza taste better. I don't know what happened, but she she failed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the fourth best-selling frozen pizza in the U.S. In theory, if you could take a Totino's pizza roll pizza roll, and unroll it into a pizza, it would be good. It would. But somewhere when they unrolled that pizza roll, it didn't translate. Something happened. 
in the process. I don't know if, if they're using a different crust or if they're using the same crust and it just does not work flat. No. Uh, here's the most popular pizzas according to sales in the U.S. DiGiorno, Private Label Next. Okay. Red Baron, Totino's, Jack's, Tombstone, Freshetta, California Pizza Kitchen, Tony's, and DiGiorno Pizzeria. So DiGiorno cracks the top ten twice. Now, my wife really loves Tony's. Tony's is her favorite. And I think mo- more than anything, it's nostalgia. Okay. But um, she really loves that. Um, we both tried Tombstone. I did not like Tombstone on that our little pizza taste test. I thought it was way too tough. Um, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, but it was still light years ahead of Totino's. Oh, yeah. Other than Totino's, it was your lowest ranked pizza. Um, I've had um, California Pizza Kitchen frozen. It's fine. Um, nothing over the top exciting about it. Um, there's also, when it comes to frozen pizza, there's a lot of healthy options. There are a lot of them. Um, and from what I have seen other people talk about them, they can get really bad really fast. They can. Yeah. If if you're not eating it and as a person who's had them and ate them on several locations because of a diet or here and there, um, if you do not eat them piping hot. They can get very rubbery and very vegetable tasting. Now, did you ever do the cauliflower crust? Yes. Where, where, where how would you rank that? Oh, better than Totino's. But oh, really, yeah. Okay. Yeah, better than Totino's. Wow. Um, Totino's, you're sad. <laughs> yeah, you really are. I've had I've had cauliflower crust both frozen and from pizza places. Obviously, pizza places do it better. Sure. Um. There is one called Real Good Pizza. It's in my freezer right now, actually. They do it, as far as a low-carb option pizza, they do it better than anybody because they do, um, instead of a cauliflower crust, they do um, chicken crust. So it's like ground chicken mixed with like Parmesan cheese and and other things like that uh, to provide the crust. So it's kind of like the Taco Bell thing where they did the chicken taco Very much so, yeah. And so that's a great low carb option if you want to do that. That's a lot of work, um, more work than I enjoy, but it's the result is really good. Frozen pizza, you can't go wrong, except Totino's. You can't go except, wrong, yeah, except Totino's. The frozen pizza, uh, you know, they're sometime, convenient. Sometimes, yeah, it's just it's again, there's nostalgia and associated with it as well. But sometimes you would want to just throw a frozen one in the oven, and uh, you know. Skip the skip the delivery deal. Yeah. Okay, number seven um, is pizza, for me at least, is pizza around the world. Okay. So pizza has a global reach. You can find it anywhere, um, all over the world. Um, it may have originated in Italy, but countries around the world have developed their own regional spins on the classic. In Brazil, chefs top their pizzas with green peas. Ooh. The French love fried eggs on their pizza. Okay. Um, in China, there some have a crust made of mini hot dogs. <laughs> um, wow. More than half of Britons, people in Britain, like pineapple on their pizza. 
Controversial. Um, according to a UK survey in 2017, 53% of the UK like pineapple. Um, in 2017, talking, continuing the topic of pineapple, and I'm going to get your thoughts in a second. I already think I know where you're standing on this. But in 2017, uh, Gunther Johannesson, however, I butchered that, I'm sure. We're sorry. The president of Iceland told school children he would ban pineapple pizza if he had the power. Of course, he then walked back the comment, insisting he held no such influence. Um, but that was probably for political reasons. Probably. Uh, where are you at on pineapple on pizza? Well, let's just say I would have voted for that guy. <laughs> I you don't like, like pineapple on a pizza? I don't. Um, but you also, pineapple going with tomato sauce would not be very good. And according to you, no, but when you think of pineapple on pizza, it's typically on the Hawaiian style pizza, which has red sauce, ham and pineapple. Most of the ones I've had are barbecue sauced. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't mind it on a barbecue luau. But to be fair, I'm not really into fruit mixed with savory things. Right. I'm not big into fruit and salads, things like that. Um, th- that's just not my, my, my deal. There's several different other ways worldwide that you can enjoy pizza. Um, I, I encourage you to go check out, if you're fans of them like we are, um, Rhett and Link on YouTube. Yes. They have done a couple of things talking about international pizza. Um, they've kind of played a game where they try to guess where the pizzas come from. I highly recommend checking out that episode. Um, some have seafood on them. I personally, I don't know how many international pizzas you've gotten to taste. I've I've had um, in Hong Kong, they serve a pizza there that's very popular. Uh, it's from Pizza Hut, and it is served with different seafood on it with a Thousand Island sauce. Wow. So it's got like squid and octopus and shrimp and clams and... Uh, with a thousand island as the sauce and you like it it's it's not bad Uh, it's very different it takes you off guard the first slice you have but um once you kind of prepare yourself mentally it's nothing to the world um now it's not my pizza of a choice but um and then some of the people that went on that trip with me were like that's the worst thing i've ever put in my mouth uh but it's a little bit of an acquired taste the japanese are really into weird toppings and stuff on pizza uh, you'll find mayo, corn, yeah. potatoes, tuna, just all. If you can think up a strange topping on a pizza, you can probably find <laughs> it in Japan. It's true. Okay, that is number number seven for me. Seven. Give okay. us number eight, Aaron. Number eight. Um, eat pizza for your health. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> This is what we've all been waiting to find out. Yes. Okay. The Breaking pizza, news. Yeah. Okay. So a typical daily pizza serving accounts for more than half of the lycopene needed in your diet. Lycopene, it's an antioxidant. It's been proven to help prevent cancer and heart disease. This is according to a food annual review of food science and technology. And it's prominent in pizza because... Tomatoes are known to have a naturally high concentration of this uh, antioxidant lycopene. Okay. I can get on board with that. So if you're eating pizza, that's how you get your lycopene in your diet. 
And then another, uh, according to an Italian study published by the International Journal of Cancer, this may sound a little bit too good to be true, but eating pizza once a week will reportedly reduce the risk of esophageal cancer. Okay? Uh, Okay. Frequent pizza consumption reduced the risk of esophageal cancer by 59%, as well as the risk of developing colon cancer by 26% and mouth cancer by 34%. Again, this goes back to lycopene in the tomato sauce. So you're reducing, you're reducing your risk of cancer and heart disease potentially by eating a slice of the za. We've all been waiting to, to find have, this out. You know what? I'm going to go right now then. I'm, I'm here for that. 100%. Pull up the app and get the pizza ordered, okay? Now. It's all that we, other stuff on there. <laughs> we should probably say that we are not doctors. Disclaimer. Okay? And uh, we're not telling you to eat pizza every day because <laughs> it probably ain't good for you. It's probably not. It probably tastes good. Yeah. But going overboard, probably not good. But in moderation, it looks like there's some health benefits potentially to eating it. Hey, I'm I'm down, man. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to sell me on that at all. Okay, good. Okay, number nine. Um, this one's just purely for fun. Um, I don't know what you have as your number 10, but this one is just fun. Um, there have been a lot of people, obviously with, the, with as many people as like pizza as there are in the world and in the country, it's no doubt that people would try to set some world records with pizza. No doubt. And so these are just some lists, um, some some items, world re- world records in the pizza category. Aaron, give me a number on what you think the largest pizza is. Now, these numbers I'm pulling up are according to 2016. Is this by weight? Um, no, by distance, length. Area, rather. Like the diameter of a pizza? Um, yeah, I'm looking. Hold on. Like from one see. side to the other of the pizza? Surface area. Total surface area of the pizza. Total surface area. So, like, how many square feet we have in this pizza? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Um, okay. Um, square feet in the pizza. Let's say... I mean, it's going to be big. Maybe 550 square feet. Okay, it is more than that. Okay, I'm the not surprised. Largest pizza was like close. The record was baked by Fiera Roma in Roma, Italy, on December 13th, 2012. Together with some other people, I'm not going to read their names because many of them I can't pronounce. They put together a pizza with a surface area of 13,580 square. Feet. Oh my gosh! It was specifically made 100% gluten free. What? As a way of spreading the importance about making health conscious. Is a gluten free pizza? <laughs> no, 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 no. This isn't even right. <laughs> this is not right. Would you rather than waste all those good ingredients on a on a pizza nobody's going to eat? Come on, let's be honest. Okay. The heaviest pizza. Okay, by weight, okay. Aaron. Give me your guess. Um. Wow, if that was 13,000 square feet, 
let's see, I do that math in my head. Um, I'll go with, uh, I'm going to go with two tons, 4,000 pounds. Drum roll, please. The record for the heaviest pizza ever made was held in Norwood Hypermarket in Norwood, South Africa. It weighed, it was 122 feet and 8 inches in diameter. It was made in on December 8th, 1990. It weighed in at 26,883 pounds. Wow. Made using almost 10,000 pounds of flour, 4,000 pounds of cheese, 2,000 pounds of tomatoes, 1,700 pounds of mushrooms, and almost 2,000 pounds of tomato puree. Um, let's see here. Very quickly... The largest delivery ever. How many pizzas do you think the largest delivery ever was? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say 1,500 pizzas. Okay. An enormous pizza from Big Mama's and maybe enough to block a party, but it takes a lot more than that to feed an army. Oh, boy. The organization Pizzas for Patriots, though thought the U.S. Armed Forces delivered a little bit better tasting taste of home on Independence Day in 2012, so they arranged for Great Kitchens, Inc. in Illinois to make 30,000 12-inch pieces for the U.S. men and women overseas. The process began on June 21st, and they arrived with DHL Express. The pizzas were transported to Afghanistan, and then helped, uh, helped the Armed Forces themselves uh, enjoy the pizzas. Wow. 30,000 pizzas made. One last one for you. I've got several here, and there's a website called Giordano's, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O-S.com that's got all these, and there's a ton of different records on here that are held. Um, a lot of them are – some of these are just insane that, that are listed on here. Um, lar like largest collection of pizza-related items – uh, fastest time to paint a slice of pizza with your tongue. <laughs> um, uh, most pizza boxes held at once, which is 80. Um, the largest dessert pizza, most toppings on one pizza. Um, most pizzas made in an hour, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to ask Aaron, how many, what's the record do you think for most pizzas eaten in 10 minutes? Um, the most pizzas eaten in 10. So this is like the hot dog eating contest for pizza. Very much so, yes. Does it tell, can you tell me how big the pizza is? Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Slices um, does not give dimensions. Okay. Just so is this slices? How many whole pizza? Or, okay. How many, how many slices, slices in 10 minutes? Yeah. Um, okay. Mm. 68. 68. Okay. This is the first one you've gone over on. Ooh. Okay. I'm disappointed now in somebody. Right? I am well, too. I was, I was trying to go in there with a hot dog. I was thinking, okay. Yeah. Um, so 10 minutes. My first guess was going to be 54. This was set in 2008 by um, a famous, I can't even say that word, a pizza eating competition in Times Square. It was set by Joey Chestnut. Way to go, Joey! Um, and so in 2008, he was only 24 at the time. He managed to beat out other 10 other competitors 
by eating 45 slices in okay. just 10 minutes. Okay. He consumed a total of nearly 12,000 calories wow. in that setting. So, pizza records. Fun for everybody. Give us number 10, Aaron. Close us out. All right. It's hard to eat pizza without toppings. It's true. I mean, I guess you could do it, but it's not near as fun. It's just crust. Just crust. Sauce and cheese. And, yeah. Because I don't count cheese as a topping. Yeah, I don't either because it, it's got to be on there. It's a given. Okay. I know some. I know a few people that don't eat cheese on their pizza, and that's just weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, the most popular toppings are as follows in the United States. Number 10, spinach. I have issues with that. Uh, number nine, pineapple. Not as popular here as it is in Britain, apparently. I guess so. Uh, green peppers, black olives, extra mm. cheese. Now, there's a topping That's I can get down. a topping. <laughs> extra cheese, yeah. Uh, bacon, sausage, onions. You know what the top two are? Pepperoni. Pepperoni's number one. Canadian bacon. That's a good guess, but it was mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms and pepperoni, number one. Uh, and pepperoni by a long shot yeah. is the favorite. Um, it's hard to beat just a classic pepperoni right. pizza. Um, and I'll leave you with a fun fact here. Consumption of pizza has increased Americans' consumption of cheese by 41% wow. since 1995. That's impressive. We, it, it, we've almost doubled in the last 25 years our cheese consumption. Um. What's your, okay, you're placing an order. You can pick a, let's let's make it four, okay, up to four. Maybe you don't use all okay. four. Up to four toppings. Give me, give me your perfect pizza, how it's cooked, maybe a place it's coming from, how it's prepared, whatever. Give me your ideal pizza with up to four toppings. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you the one that I ordered most recently. It was from Domino's. I got their Brooklyn-style crust. And it, it's a nice foldable piece of pizza. It's got the chew big, to it. Big slices. It was a it was a pretty is a pretty good slice because um, it was an extra large pizza is how it came, and so it was it was a bigger slice than most of your pizza chains give you, um, and it had that balance between thin and crispy. The end of it kind of drooped. You could fold it. I enjoyed it with pizza uh, with uh, pepperoni, with uh, Canadian bacon, green peppers. And black olives. Okay. That's that's probably my favorite multi-topping pizza. Okay. Mine would have to be, I don't think you're totally going to agree. You might. I don't know. My favorite pizza, other than, okay, I have, you kind of have to, like, a great pepperoni, I think is just the default, right? Yeah. So you, you can't just, like. It is the number one. Yeah. Um. Doesn't matter what style you like. Nope. Pepperoni is good yep. across any style. Yep. Close second for me. Other than that, my, my favorite is a wood-fired. Okay. Um, New York style crust um, with a very thin layer of sauce, plenty of cheese, um, and then... I love a hot honey, a sriracha okay. honey glaze on it. Yeah. With spinach, fresh spinach. I know uh, you don't. Yeah. But with um, 
uh, chicken, mushroom, bacon, and spinach. Ooh. That's my jam. fancy pizza? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little extra, but it's super good. Your favorite pizza place anywhere is where? There's a place here locally, in Arkansas locally, uh, called Zaza's. Um, it's is a local that where joint. you can find the pizza that you just you described? Can, yeah. We have a couple of different locations in the state, um, and that's my favorite. Not a sponsor. It's my favorite place. Is that a creation of yours that you made, or is that something that they They designed? offer, yeah. Okay. They, it's called the Hot Honey, um, and it's super good. If I have to go chain restaurant, I don't know, man. It's, it's a tough one. It's hard because they are so similar. They just kind of change. They all have kind of their different yeah, things that cons. they do. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can name a favorite chain. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose my favorite pizza place just anywhere, there's a place in Leadville, Colorado. It's the highest elevation uh, of a town, incorporated town, anywhere in the United States. Um, they're over 12,000 feet in elevation. And they have an incredible pizza. And again, they claim it's because of the elevation of their city with the water that it does something to their crust. And it's, it's kind of a New York style crust. Um, and we go there, uh, every year or two and check it out. And they have a great Supreme pizza. We sit out on the terrace and look at the snow capped mountains around us. And it's just a great, a great experience. Best pizza that I've eaten anywhere. Well, Aaron, I am. You've got me very, very hungry for pizza. For now. pizza, I know. That's totally your fault, and I blame you a hundred percent. Hey, but it's good for your health. So it is good for my health, I guess. I mean, that's true. Get you some. Yeah, Aaron. What is it that people need other than going out and ordering their favorite pizza? Okay. What is it that people need to do at this very moment, right now, while they have the podcast app open on their phone? Okay, before you close the podcast app and go to your pizza app, give us a five star rating. Leave us a review, man. Say something Please nice. Tell us what it. you like about this podcast. And then uh, you can easily share this podcast with a friend. Yeah. Let Help us, us out. Yeah. Tell us what you like. And enjoy that pizza now that you're over the Thanksgiving holiday. Getting ready for the Christmas stuff. Getting so ready. I'm ready for Christmas time, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know you've been ready for that. I, I mean, I'm waiting for it. This is my, <laughs> this is my time of year. I'm like my, Michael Buble. I'm coming out of my cave. <laughs> Okay, we. I don't know what our Christmas episodes will look like later this this month. We gotta we gotta have a hard to heart, a hard to heart, a heart to heart, heart to heart about your buble obsession. <gasps> no 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 no. This is this is bordering on what it used to be like with you and Kobe Bryant. I'm just letting <laughs> you know that. That's how I feel right now. Like I feel like there's gonna be a newspaper. Who reads a newspaper? A a article online come across and it says arkansas man stalks michael buble while on tour that you're just gonna peep out and just stare at him through a window or something i don't know i might, I might well already have done we're that. gonna cover that in a couple of weeks will be our christmas episodes until then be sure to follow us on all the social medias facebook and instagram at 10 things podcast and just like aaron said don't forget to give us that review until then enjoy your pizza i'm craig I'm Aaron. We will see you next time. Goodbye.